We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, welcome to the Equestrian Podcast. My name is Bethany Lee, and this is episode number six. Helen Pollock is the brains and beauty behind Life Equestrian, one of the top equestrian influencers. And today she's sharing the ins and outs of her tips and tricks and how she started her blog. So if you are interested in learning what it takes to be an equestrian influencer, you're in the right place. Hey, Helen. Hi, Bethany. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for taking this time. I'm such a huge fan of yours, so I'm honored that um, you're taking the time with me. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Well, I am a huge fan of yours. Um, as I'm sure all of you know, um, Helen is behind the um, equestrian blog, Life Equestrian. And so today we are talking to her about how she um, got this blog started and what the industry as a whole kind of means to her. So Helen, we'll get right into it. Um, tell me what you do um, for a living and what made you decide to start Life Equestrian. Oh my gosh, where to start? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, Life Equestrian, it's kind of funny when I initially thought of it, it's like, what can I do that selfishly gives me that kind of that spice for life? What can I do that I can follow my passion and get into the fashion side of things, but yet still be interacting with horses? And um, horses have just been a part of my life uh, ever since I was tiny. So coming back into the horse world about 10 years ago, um, I've just always been really excited about the fashion piece of it. And then now the technology piece of it is so interesting and where that's going. So when I started the blog, it was probably about a year and a half ago now. And it really was just kind of a way to share other people's stories and to share brands that I really value and I think have good value. Um, they either have an interesting story to tell, either they give back, or just kind of the, the story from the designer too. I think it's really amazing how many incredible equestrian entrepreneurs there are out there and they're just I didn't see too much of a platform to talk about it um so I kind of wanted to curate my own uh just to have that and kind of share it with people and if it helps people that's awesome um I also had the giving back portion so I'm hoping to give a little bit more to uh the giving back foundations and a couple of them that I've chosen so I think overall yeah it was kind of just my selfish way <laughs> of doing something that I love outside of my day-to-day job. And then kind of getting back to that, my day-to-day job, I'm actually in digital media um, for Fox Studios. So that keeps me really busy during the day. Um, so it's fun to come home and, and get to work on course stuff. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Um, so tell me, when you were in the baby, baby phases of Life Equestrian, what, what did you do to get the blog off the ground like what what kind of things did you have in place when you when your blog went live good question um so that one you know it's tricky because when I first started the blog I really taught myself everything on on Wix and kind of how to do it and I was looking at other bloggers and kind of seeing what they're doing and how they're displaying content um now thankfully I look back to my day job and a lot of that is going through different UI, so user interface testing. So 
So I kind of have a good idea of what works well and what people like to see. Um, so I tried to pull a little bit of that in, that knowledge, but also knowing that the equestrians, you know, we're looking for something that's easy to read, easy to digest, it's a fun read, that um, it's kind of like that light, like it's a place of happiness that people can go. Right. Um, so I think when I first started, it was really developing something that made sense to me and was hoping that it would then make sense to others as well. Um, I, I kind of just, I, I think it went through, well, probably three or four designs before I launched. And now it's just trial and error. I mean, I, I really just look at it like, what's working for people. I love to get feedback for, you know, what people like about the page, what they don't like. Um, but just consistently kind of making those changes and upgrades, but uh, keeping the content top of mind. Like I really want it so that people can find content they want to see and then check out the rest of the page. <laughs> cool. Cool. That's awesome. Um, how often are you um, getting uh, photos taken of you with um, different pieces that are sent to you? Oh my gosh, I wish I could do this every day, <laughs> but I can't, and Kristen would kill me. Uh, Kristen Lee, the photographer I work with, um, she's been so patient. So as this has been building, it's, it's now become something that we, we try to organize at least to meet once a month, and we kind of power through and decide what makes sense for the brands, what, you know, if there's a message that they're trying to, to work on so that we kind of make sure to bring that into the photos. Um, so I would say at a minimum once a month where we really power through and get a lot of photos done. But ideally, I would love it every two weeks that Kristen comes out and she's so great. She takes the time to sit through one of the lessons and, and takes photos. Um, and my trainers are really nice about understanding <laughs> and being kind as she walks around during the lesson. Um, so, it's you know, I'd like it to be on a, on a two-week kind of basis. But right now, it's just once a month really. So we have to power through a lot of photos when we, when we meet up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me, um, for all of the people who are maybe interested in starting their own equestrian blog, um, what do you do? What's, what's your process like for when you are, um, let's say, I know at first for me, when I first started, I needed to reach out to pretty much 100% of the brands to collaborate. Um, once you grow, obviously, that percentage changes. But if you are um, agreeing with a company to represent their brand in some capacity, whether it's a collaboration or a sponsorship or an ambassadorship, tell me the process, um, let's say, as soon as the box gets delivered to your house. Um, kind of tell me what you do from that point to when it's live on the blog and your Instagram account. For sure. Yeah, so um, I love it. I love working with the brands, too. That's kind of just a, a passion of mine and, and understanding what they're looking for, for their messaging and their marketing and, and just trying to create success and more buzz for the equestrian world. So um, with that in mind, usually I have a pretty good idea of, what they're looking for and how they want their product to be kind of placed, whether it's in the barn or they're looking for like a lifestyle kind of combination. And so I'll kind of take a look at it. And ideally, I like to get out the photos ASAP on uh, on my stories, just so that the brands know that, you know, here's the product, I'm super excited about it. And it kind of, it warms everybody so that everyone can get a good feel for what's coming up, what's there. And then they can kind of get introduced to the brand before it goes up as a post or a blog post. So usually within the first 24 hours, it's my goal to get um, 
something up on my stories. And, and of course, it's Murphy's Law that when one package arrives, they all arrive. Of course. <laughs> so I'm really careful. I know. It's, I'm sure you deal. I can't even imagine how much you deal with. Oh, my good God. Um, <laughs> but it, it's kind of looking at that and making sure that I want each brand to have their time as well. So I don't ever want to bombard um, my followers or the brands and have too many close at one time. So um, while I like to get it out immediately, sometimes it has to wait a couple of days to make sure that it makes sense and that the followers aren't bombarded. And then also for the brands, I want them to make sure that they get some ample time as well to kind of tell their story too. Cool. Awesome. So you receive the product, it goes on your story as soon as you can. Um, then mm -hmm. you, do you usually tell the brands that you need about a month before that content comes onto the blog, um, depending on when you can get a photo shoot in? Yeah, so a lot of that will be um, in conversation before, you know, when they're looking to send out the product. Um, sometimes I can get it turned around a little bit quicker time frame. Others, we have delays. The LA fires didn't help <laughs> our oh, last man. round. So thankfully, everybody's okay, but that unfortunately delayed a few photos. So um, thankfully, the brands are, are very understanding and um, are okay with, you know, waiting a little bit. But um, yeah, a lot of them also like to have it turned around pretty quick. So I, I make sure to communicate that ahead of time that I don't have that option just because I'm not at the barn every single day like I, I wish to be at some point. Um, but yeah, that's definitely communicated that if they're going to be getting something, you know, more posting on, on my main page, then I always like to have those professional photos done um, just to help kind of set that right placement for them and, and also to let them know I'm taking the time. And, and then truly the reason why they're a part of the page is because I, I love their product and believe in it and really want to give it kind of the best foot forward for everybody else to see it. So that's kind of why there's a bit of a, a lifetime. Um, if somebody's looking for a quicker turnaround, I can always do my best to work with them, but I can be limited sometimes. So they have a, a little wait time for the, <laughs> the Kristen Lee spectacular photos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, that's awesome. So for the, um, for the individual who's looking to start something up, what is um, a little piece of advice you would have for them for starting their own blog? Oh my gosh. First thing that comes to mind is don't give up. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times I've, I've been looking at, you know, my blog and thinking, oh my gosh, this is so much work. I don't know how I can do it. And I just continue to keep working at it and work hard and don't give up at what I love to do. So I think for, you know, somebody starting something, it's a long process and it, it takes time to get kind of associated with the brands and followers and it, it really just takes consistency. So having quality content and passion. I mean, if, if we don't have passion about the brands, then it's hard for people to get excited about it too. So I think that consistency, not giving up, uh, and just keep following your dreams. I mean, if that's what really makes you happy, connect with people, uh, work with, you know, I've received so many DMs and so many great bloggers just starting, and it's, it's inspiring. I love it. I love when they reach out, and I do the same. I reach out to tons of other bloggers, um, asking them questions and, and brands. So I think key is consistency and, and not giving up. Just keep following that dream. Yeah, that's perfect. I like to think of it as um, 
similar to bringing up a horse or, you know, getting, getting a horse fit or getting it ready for a horse show. It's not the, it, it really comes down to the everyday, just a quality ride, putting a good ride in every day to bring out that, you know, perfect product at the end. And it's not, um, always the landing the huge campaigns or doing a lot of big stuff, but it's just consistently kind of like nose to the grindstone every day, putting in a little bit to stay consistent. And it makes it so much easier when you actually are loving what you're doing, because I too, like totally, if, if I didn't feel like, if I felt like this was work, it would be much more difficult for me to keep going with it. So I totally agree with what you said with that. Um, so tell me a little bit about your riding and, and work and the blog. How do you balance it all? Oh my gosh. I, I feel like it's never really balanced. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, it's a tricky one. Um, yeah, that's, it's tough. Um, I think working full time and then being able to ride, um, I'm grateful for it and grateful for a barn that they let me come out pretty early in the morning before I work. And then my bosses at work too are, are really understanding with me coming in a little bit later. So um, that's been a, a long time in the making. Um, it definitely, I've been at my current job for five years now. So they've been really understanding of my kind of time commitment to riding. But I think they also see the value that when I come back from the barn, I'm much happier and get things done much quicker, which is crazy. So I think the balance is really just kind of compartmentalizing and looking at it and going, what makes the most sense, but what also gives back? So for me, if I don't have riding, my life isn't balanced in general. So I don't have that extra energy to put into, you know, putting 110% into my corporate job and then doing it for life equestrian. So I think with balance, is you know, just key of, of making sure that kind of what I'm putting in to the world out there, I'm also putting into myself. So I want to make sure that writing is my time, my sacred time. It, it re-energizes me. So um, it's definitely not easy, but I think finding the right trainers to, to work with you and, and make sure that that balance is set up um, is really helpful. But yeah, it's, it's constantly an issue. So um, I have a lot of people reach out and like, you make it look easy. Like, do you even work? What happens? I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> if you only knew what my day to day was like, it's, it's a lot of work, but I love it. And the writing piece of it really, that's, that's what gives me that jet power is to keep going. Um, so I think it's really important for people just to remember, you know, what invigorates them, what gives back to them as a person to give them more energy to get through everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like therapy, isn't it? A hundred percent. Like the best therapy possible. I mean, it's pretty expensive, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. But it's worth it for sure. Um, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about emotional health. Cause I know it's something that you are passionate about and it's not really something that everyone in the equestrian world really talks about. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts about, the importance of, of having just overall um, good and positive emotional health and how that affects not just your everyday life, but um, your ride and your animal. And um, just explain that to me a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think kind of overall looking at, at our life as an equestrian, it's, you know, the, the communication that we have with our horses is there's no verbal commands. I mean, obviously we can say, whoa, when they listen, but other than that, it's really energy. So for them to have confidence and be comfortable and secure with us, 
we have to be comfortable and confident with ourselves. So the moment, I mean, I don't know how many days I've come to the barn and just been kind of frazzled and stressed and not with it. And the horse kind of like Capri will look around at me like, girl, what, what the heck? Like, I can't connect with you. And I think we forget that these animals, because they're prey animals, they, they really, their survival is based on leading these energies. So for us, we need to remember that to be in tune with ourselves is so much more important because the horse then leads into that. And um, in my past, I, I mean, I've dealt with, and I still to this day, have dealt with debilitating anxiety and depression. And so learning about that and kind of finding ways to deal with that has been um, truly an incredible journey and experience. Um, and one of my best friends, Equiside Performance, Pernilla Nathan, she has really opened my mind to the importance of investing in ourselves and making sure that our mind is ready to be riding and we're ready to be there because we're a partner to these animals and they trust us as we trust them, but we also have to trust ourselves, which is the core of all of it. So if we're confused or concerned or having a bad day, they don't understand that, you know, traffic was bad. (laughs) They look at it and are like, what did I do wrong? Um, So I think that's a really important message that we can connect with the horses and that overall and just as a as a person I think you know that that idea of being open about talking about anxiety or depression or other problems that people have I think you know every journey has its own bumps in the road and um, for me I'm an open book I love to talk about it because it's it was a struggle for me for a long time and so now I think uh, one of my passions is just to be very open about it and then try to help other riders that might have gone through the same thing or maybe they're um, having a great day and they just want a deeper connection with the horse. I think there's so many ways to elevate that connection. So this is kind of a way that everybody can learn from it. So yeah, that's a little bit more of the, my idea of that balance, that then and just really understanding yourself so the horse can connect too. Yeah, totally. Um, so what if, if there are, um, some people listening, which I mean, honestly, I feel like so many, so many riders struggle with, um, depression or anxiety or anxiety, even just anxiety in the show ring or nerves, um, just kind of that, that unbalance that our horses so feel because they're very sensitive in tune animals. So what is it just in that, in that general kind of off balance, what's something that you uh, would suggest or any, any like kind of concrete tips or advice that you would give to those people? I think the, the number one thing, and it sounds so basic, but it's so important is understanding how to breathe in this moment. Um, you know, our breathing connects our energy waves, it, it affects our heart rate, um, and it's just really important to recognize when you're in the moment and then know and kind of have the tools to learn how to get through those moments. Um, I think it's super valuable just to learn the most simple tool of breathing and learning like two breaths in, hold for 10 seconds or less, yeah. <laughs> depending on the anxiety level, and then releasing and kind of just being in tune. And I think having tools like that is super, super helpful um, and vital. And that's one thing that Pernilla taught me as well. Is, and you're totally right, actually, to touch on this too, is the anxiety going into the horse show ring. Oh my gosh, I had that massively, not only in my daily life, but then going into the ring, I would panic. And it's like, now I'm able to understand that fear and walk through it. And having tools like some you know, easy breathing tips and exercises really helped me calm, connect, and horses feel it too. So yeah, that was a, a big piece for me. 
Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And I mean, there's always there's always people to talk to and, you know, whether it's reaching out to you and, you know, talking to you, I know that you would be very um, willing and open and love people reaching out to you with um, asking for more, you know, specific tips and things like that. Um, I have loved talking with you today. I feel like you are a wealth of knowledge and you've, we've only just scratched the surface of everything that you're doing and it's so exciting. Um, you've done so much in this past year and a half. Um, what, what, where can you see yourself in the next five or so years with Life Equestrian? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where I'm going to be like next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> so five and a half years. Um, I, you know, it's a good question. I'm kind of learning as I go. So my plan overall is just to keep doing what works for the brands and works for us as riders and kind of riding the wave, for lack of yeah. better terms. Um, kind of seeing what makes sense for the industry. Um, the equestrian industry is amazing and it's growing so much right now. So uh, definitely to be a part of it and whether that's going to be on the marketing side of it or the branding side of it. Um, yeah, I think time will tell, but I'm, I'm really excited to learn more and work closer with the brands and kind of see where that leads. Um, so yeah, five years, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping that it's still in the equestrian industry and, and just growing and learning and being passionate and working with other bloggers too. Awesome. That's great. Uh, well, thank you again, Helen. It's been wonderful. Um, for everyone who, I mean, you should already be following Helen, but if you do not, um, her Instagram is life underscore equestrian. You guys should all go check out her page. It is beautiful and, um, she gets raw and real and you get to see her beautiful pony too. Um, but Helen, thank you so much. And, um, thank you so much for chatting and we'll talk soon. Totally. Thank you so much for the time. It's definitely an honor and uh, Bethany, you're incredible. So I'm definitely honored to be here. So thank you. And um, yes, don't forget Bethany's page is freaking epic. Source of inspiration <laughs> all the time. So I love this girl. So I'm humbled. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're the best. Thanks, Helen. If you got something out of this episode, could you do me a favor? I would love you forever if you could take five seconds and head over to the app where you listen to this episode and rate and review the Equestrian Podcast. It's super easy to do, and it allows people like you to find the podcast, and it allows us to find some amazing new guests and create awesome content just for you. Thanks in advance. Until next time, my name is Bethany Lee. Enjoy the ride.